My name is Michael. My name's Anthony. It's like about a half an inch longer. Yeah. We still gotta get those kegs. Come at me, yo, bitch. It's damn everybody. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Emily's Excellent Adventure! convention ever uh, so not cooking rules because you guys are super awesome so thank you for yeah. welcoming me and I'm looking around the crowd and surprise surprise my mom did not show up so so Anthony uh, why don't you go ahead and take care of that and I'll let him know what we do here all right we tell improv stories where one of us, tonight it's me, knows the premise, the characters, and has a general idea of where the story is going to go. And the other one, Sam Anthony over there, has no idea what is going on and is just coming along for the ride here. So, uh, how, are you, how are you holding up, buddy? Yeah, no, it's fine, it's fine. Um, so, uh, improv, that's kind of one of those things that... Uh, We'd love to do, first off, in the spirit of improv, let's talk about uh, our process a little bit. Of course, for improv, there are general guidelines, like rolling with the punches, for example, right? And, uh, you know, saying yes and, instead of just shutting down an idea outright. And most importantly, you got to stay true to the character given to you. And exaggerating some of those quirks and seeing how it plays into the story. And as Michael said, part of the fun is thinking on your feet and going along for the ride. Oftentimes, when people see improv, they use audience interaction to make suggestions and create a totally original story. Uh, as some of you may have noticed, uh, we walked around and got strips of paper with awesome one-liners. So, uh, yeah, a silly phrase, a funny sentence, these are all in this hat, written by y'all, and we're going to try to kind of draw these out throughout the story and have a good time with them. So, Absolutely, like we've told you a million times now. Uh, we'll be drawing those throughout the story and seeing how it plays into the scene. Uh, and then, if any of you are into content creation, trying to get into the podcasting world, anything like that, hopefully, while we tell our story, while, while we do our thing, uh, hopefully you're able to take away some knowledge from that, but more importantly, let's just have a good time tonight. And then after, of course, we might dig into our process a little bit more, talk about how we started, open it up for some Q&A, but before we do jump into things here, we have a few housekeeping items, if you will. Rule number one, no heckling. No flash photography, please. No attempted wooing of either host of this panel here. No battle cries into the ether. No 
No avenging your father's death. And For sure. most importantly, no refunds. And with that, Michael, I think they're ready. I think they're steady. I think their palms are hot and sweaty with anticipation to witness our glory. Michael, Anthony, let's tell me a story. Tell them a story. So let's get into it here. Anthony, introducing your character. So just a preface for some of those who just came in. I have no clue who this character is going to be. I got to walk through this story. And I do. And this premise. And I know what's kind of going on. And, and you don't know anything. Okay. So let's, right. get, let's just get this thing rolling here. Take notes. Okay. Your character is AJ Cage. Okay. AJ Cage, completely original character. Absolutely. You are extremely positive and optimistic. Oh yeah, I am extremely optimistic with my middle name. It's a long middle name. Thanks, Mom. You love a good fight. Show up. You love a good fight. I can never turn out a good fight. Absolutely. And you never underestimate the power of friendship. All good qualities to have. I think we can all take away something from okay. the power of friendship. Sounds good. Now let's jump on over to my character here. Greg. Hold on, Greg Cage. Greg. Okay. Yeah. You, Greg. Just, you just call me Greg. Okay, thanks, Greg. Yeah. That's my I'm uh I'm your cousin from the city. I like to take it easy. And I haven't seen you, my cousin, in years. Wow. It's been a long time. That's buddy. really sad. This will be a great reunion. Okay. I think so. So with that, Anthony, I think that everybody, all the beautiful, beautiful anime detour guests here in front of us are absolutely out of their minds with energy and honestly anger with how much waiting them wait and so I think it's time we tell me a story 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 that's what we're talking about I dreamed of doing that's a really sad dream, but let's <laughs> so let's set the scene here. Cousin AJ has arrived. Looking around, and you've got a pretty magnificent house there. Or, I'm sorry, cousin Greg. My bad. So I've arrived, and I'm looking around. Wow, this uh, this is really really strange. Wow, they're really loud. They're really loud. Go in and put out in the country. <laughs> you brought them with you from the city. Let's turn it down on your uh, thing right there. Kind of you know, I know I'm super optimistic, but there's a line to be drawn. Well, the birds just kind of died. And that was really jarring. Well, they're gone. But this must be Cousin AJ's house, because this is the address that he gave me. So, um, I guess let's take a look inside and See what we can find. Oh, hey there! You must be my cousin Greg. I haven't seen you in years, but you still have that little dip on your face. How you doing, bud? Yeah. Hey, man. Uh, I'm doing good. It's good to see you, cousin. Um, just kind of, you know, it's a cool place, cool house. I was not expecting it. But how, how are you? It's been a while. It's oh, a yeah, while. yeah. You know, um, I, I, I to, to be totally 
honest here. I got a couple scraps in school. They were awesome. They were really beefy. Uh, my principal really said that, uh, you know, they, they were a good learning experience. And the optimist that I am, I, I couldn't turn it down because, you know, I can't turn down a fight. But you, I took it as a learning experience and so, I was a better person for it. So, like, roll tight. So you're, so you're fighting. Like, you're, that's... I guess I just didn't know you had it in you. I, uh, oh, well, you know, a lot of people underestimate me. But, uh, you know, what they say is kill with kindness, and if you can't kill with kindness, kill them for real. So, <laughs> that's well, what I'm going to say. Greg, are you okay? It just, I guess I'm sorry for being so weird. There's just a lot on my mind. It's just like, I've been really struggling with a lot, a lot of things lately, and that, it, you know, it, good good for you. It's just like, I can't seem to shake the feeling that America deserved 9-11. And I just... Wow, right out of the gate, right? I haven't seen you in years, and that's how you approach me. I, I know we're an optimist, but that's a bit of a stress, don't you It sucks on me. Correct, please. Please, at least like, let's go over some tea. I want to play Rob's Lab Lama. I'm like, that's just like my thing. But like, it's just like a statement, man. I just can't. But so I, I actually came here to try and get my mind away from that before jumping into like seeking professional help. Well, listen, I heard the trauma dumping, but that's next level, buddy. Um, I think the reason why I kind of, you know. You mentioned you wanted to come over, and I have an expectation, but um, the thing is, if you really think about it, we do have our own ghosts that we got to deal with, right? Uh, sometimes I can't sleep because if footsteps sound like two wet plungers kissing the floor, you better bet I'm not checking into that. And that's kind of the bomb we just dropped on you right there. They were wet plungers on the fucking floor. Okay, hold on. One more time for me. Uh, I said verbatim, if footsteps sound like two wet plungers kissing the floor, you better bet I am not checking into that. When you're sleeping at night and you're thinking about 9-11 and whether or not it was important to our history, that's what I'm thinking about. As the eternal optimist, I like to think a little bit uh, lighter on things. So we've kind of got our both. Like, both have our thing that we're dealing with right now. Oh, absolutely. As any good anime character does, we have our own internal struggles. Our own, yeah, sure. Well, I don't we know. We're always coping with it. Like, anime character. Yeah, like, anime. Oh, that's yeah. cool. No, yeah. that's cool. And for sure. Yeah, um, Alright, yeah. I think, let's just, like, let's take a breather, right? Let's step outside, get some fresh air. Okay. Because we're both under a lot of time. As an empath, I'm like really feeling I'm really feeling like you're far away from your microphone. I know, so So let's take a step outside. And let's just breathe it in, man. Let's just kinda Yeah. Yeah. You know, it feels nice. Feels good. It really feels good to be able to live like this. It's I feel better than those folks in the cities. It's 
than the cities, you said. City. Oh, absolutely. Well, that's where I'm from. Yeah. Like I yeah, I don't hate the, or disrespect for the city, but okay. uh, you really can't discount the, the quality of life you get in the countryside. No, I get that. The beautiful birds that died when you came. Right. Uh, and I hear you, for sure, but like I don't know how to not feel disrespected from that. Like, you said no disrespect, and I, like, if you could walk me through how I'm not supposed to feel disrespected from that. Well, sometimes when I walk out of my balcony, I feel like it's going to be legend. Wait for it. Wait for it. Dairy. And it's a legendary day, and that's how I sleep at night knowing I'm not in the city. Okay. Okay. Well, full circle. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, I just... I just... Uh, it, it, and I get that, you know, and, and being out in the countryside, it's, it's beautiful. It's gorgeous out here. I mean, you really lucked out in being able to live in this area. Um, and so the only, the only question I kind of have for you, because obviously this requires a different way of life, and I know we haven't really seen each other just in a while. Out, I know you just want to say it. So like, when you're getting down to it, like it, <laughs> like it comes twice. Oh, yes, it most certainly does. Yeah! Yeah! Okay. And I have no response to that, so... I don't know, I don't know what I wanted out of that. Well, you got what but you wanted. But it wasn't that. It wasn't that. And she certainly got what she wanted, too. I get it right. Very good. Very good. I'm super happy for you, man. But, oh, I think there's somebody coming up and approaching us here. Oh. Maybe it's a friend. I don't know. They don't look. They look very friendly to me. They don't look all that friendly. Oh shit! That they don't look friendly at all. They look really familiar though. They look manipulative as fuck. Well, hi there, gentlemen. AJ, I've heard of you.
thanks for that introduction. Oh, I certainly could. Dr. Phil, I, this is surreal, but I, I, I'm a huge fan, and uh, I love your show. Uh, you know, it's amazing. Dr. Phil slaps the shit out of Greg. Greg, you gotta stand up for yourself, man. He didn't challenge me, so I can't turn down this fight. Oh no, I'm here for you, AJ, and I don't need any smart mouth city boy running around here trying to cause trouble. This is between you and me. My spidey senses are tingling. And then I come on in and I go in for a big old kick. And you knock his wig right off of his head. Dr. Phil starts glowing and growing in size and getting more powerful, collecting energy. AJ Man, I think that we should leave. Oh, you're not going anywhere, and I will tell you both. 2001 call. They just hit the second tower.
That's that's such a motherfucker. Let's fucking do this shit. We're trying to kill Greg. Okay. Or my name is AJ Cage. And I again, I hear you, and I love you, cousin. I hear you, and I love you too. We're you are trying to kill us, I think, because like this, I. As I said before, I came here to deal with my 9-11 shit. I didn't come here to die. As I said before, and I hope this segues here, but if you can't kill them with kindness, kill them for real. Thank you. They were alive before they were dead. And they're alive now, and they will be dead. Let's do this. Let's do this, cuz! Head on up to Dr. Phil's evil fortress. How are we going to get through the gates? Well, easy. You hop on my shoulders, and then when I get close to the top, you're going to grab my ankles, and I'll just do a front flip, and I'll flip you over like a trebuchet, you know, like this classic uh, 1480 or CE. No, I'm familiar. Oh, yeah, just make sure you're familiar where the counterweight goes over. Yeah, no, I know. And it propels the weight. Yeah. Okay, so I hop up on your shoulders. Okay. I grab the top of the gate. I don't know why we're doing this. You are definitely stronger than me. And this is the wrong order of ass from working out 24-7, I trebuchet my cuts over, over the gate. Holy shit! <laughs> and I can walk with him, of course. And I look up, I land right at the feet. Of the this is your side. last chance. Okay, hold on. <laughs> he saw us do this. Well, admittedly, that was pretty impressive. I'm a big fan of trebuchets and kind of just old war machines in general. That was pretty sick. You know what else is sick? Among Us Balls, these nuts, and I go for a big bust, punch the fucking thing. Right there. Dr. Phil, this is your last stand. Yeah. Both of us together, Doctor, we're gonna take you down. And Dr. Phil slaps the shit out of Greg again. Oh! This sucks! Greg, come on! Dude. Why did you skip leg day? You were always kind of... I don't want to fight people. Well, I do. And if you're my cuz, I know you got fucking blood in you. So try it again. I'm not even going to help you this time. Just going for the kill. It doesn't matter how hard you fight. Because you don't know what I've got. <laughs> This fight. This is so weird. 
This is so weird. Dr. Phil has Daniel's socks and you want to fight him? Come on, Greg. That's not the weirdest thing that happened here, okay? Let's be honest. It is. What's weirder? The trebuchet thing was weird that that worked. That was pretty sick. That is pretty sick. That was pretty All right. sick, though. I say we should go in and fucking go for the kill. What do you say? With the power Cousins of Cousins for life? I think we can handle this. Cousins for life? Bump nuts? Cousins. Cousins, you're pushing really hard. Bump nuts? Okay, yeah, I'm all for it. We bumped. Don't punch my arm, I'm so We doubled fragile. fist and punched Dr. Phil. Oh! Oh! We double fisted Dr. Phil. And he Lego Yoda screams off into the ether and drops the socks along the way. Last call, bars closing. <laughs> you know, he talked a really big game. That was really easy. I feel like that was that a was really easy. That was really easy. But we got the golden socks now, so that's pretty sick. Well, whatever that means. You know, it's just like, just like I always say, it pays to be a power bottom. I don't, I don't, 
I have a feeling there's a and theme I'm not going on here. No. Oh, should I whisper? Act more friendly. You know, Dr. Phil could have had a, okay, this one says, a particularly vicious chihuahua. I can't imagine. And I, I thought that one said Dr. Phil for a second. I was like, no, no, that's no, no, no. That crazy. Was why. And then the last one, the last one, last one here. Walk into a Walmart. Yes. And hell yeah. Yes, and. Because sometimes, dude, you just need to walk into a Walmart. And with that, thank you everybody who threw in a suggestion. And, and they are beautiful. Super fun. They're beautiful. Give a round of applause for yourselves. For yourself. Those are the funniest parts of the story. Absolutely. They started off really hot there. <laughs> <laughs> that was a that was a pretty powerful first punch. <laughs> it was absolutely fate. I, I, I told the person who said they were gonna write this. I said, "There's no way in hell I'm reading that." So Michael grabbed it, so he could read it. <laughs> I didn't have the balls for it. I'll do anything if you pay me enough, I guess. Absolutely. So that's, so, that's pretty much the story here. But uh, yeah, Michael, I mean, why don't you take away a little bit? Yeah. So. Podcasting, improv, storytelling, comedy, all of the things that we dabble in. We've been doing this for over two years now. Which is, I'm sure it doesn't show. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, and we started, we were working on a project in our in my garage together, and uh, I'm if any of you are familiar with the podcast network Headgum, anybody at all? No. I did not think so. Well, <laughs> they have a lot of comedy podcasts on there. <laughs> Uh, and it just was a big inspire, inspiring moment of like, that's what I want to do. So I came up with this idea of a silly little storytelling podcast and approached Anthony and the rest is history. History. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> I guess, um, I don't know. I mean, like we were kind of opening up for a Q&A session, but I'm not quite sure if anybody has any cues for us to A, but uh, we can see. Yeah, sure. What about the, uh, oh, if, if you want to get right off the rip there, we can definitely jump on in, Joe. Yeah. Sure. What's your cue? Uh, do we believe in women's rights? Do we believe in women's rights? Yes. 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 What a softball question. That was. <laughs> that was a pretty easy one to answer. Uh, but yeah, and, and as a lot of you can see, so it's, I don't know um, if if there are any improv purists, quote unquote, but since one of us kind of has an idea of where the story's going to go and we can steer the ship a little bit, um, you, you know, it just, it makes for better storytelling generally. Um, and, and, you know, it's all about the content. It's all about the the... Entertainment. That's the word I'm looking to be totally honest, the reason why we go back and forth on premises is just because we don't have enough friends. That's entirely true. Yeah, that's why we do that. Uh, but a lot of it too, I mean, there's things that we like to throw in there with each other to shake it up and, and make it a little bit more true improv. Um, there were a million different ways that Dr. Phil could have lost his wig. The wind could have blown it away. He could have tripped and fell. He was losing that wig one way or another because we all know Dr. Phil is notoriously bald and bad. Bald! <laughs> um, but, you know, doing things like these lines from a hat, which thank you all again, those were so fun to read. But, uh, it made the story a little bit about 9 11, which I was not expecting. But that, that's what happens. 
When you're alive. When you're alive, anything can happen, Anthony. Two. We got two lines for that. That's weird. We got two different 9-11 lines. That's what's so crazy to me. And I couldn't both of them. You didn't get the other one. That's not fair. I really had to incriminate myself on this episode. And then he blew up the mountain. And I thought that was pretty good. He did deliver a pretty good one-liner there. Uh, was this for a second tower? That was pretty... Yeah, we have a fantastic yeah, question right in the back. You can come up here. Or... Did y'all notice the guy about facing the doorway on the second 9-11 joke? <laughs> did we notice the one? Guy about faced in the doorway. Oh, really? Yeah. He walked up to the door. He heard the line. He was like, Nah. <laughs> 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 was it my mom? <laughs> <laughs> was it my mom? <laughs> he said, and I quote, No. No. <laughs> no. No. My kind of panel. No. 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 That's pretty big for our if show. If you walk past a room and you hear uh, anything about 9-11, uh, I'm probably just going to not participate in that bit. <laughs> this is, you know, like, uh, no, no. Yeah, <laughs> right. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's kind of a peek into our process. One of us just comes up with that premise, the character. Sometimes it's a lot more vague and loose, and sometimes we're like, you know what, this would be a really cool story. Um, let's throw a couple things in there. Uh, many of you don't know, Dr. Phil is an on-running villain in our, we've kind of created a multiverse. And throughout Dimensions, Dr. Phil has made appearances Dr. as Phil is worse than Thanos. super villain. Uh, Daniel Radcliffe's golden socks are also uh, very much a recurring theme there. So I figured, you know what? Played a little safe, throwing some us favorites, and uh, it's fun to work with there. Yeah. Joe. Sure. No. Yeah, we're, we're getting yes. We're getting, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Who's doing the other episode? Who's editing that one? Yeah, that does kind of depend. <laughs> there was an episode where I forgot to record us. Oh, yeah, you forgot to record. So I had to find different facial expressions, and thankfully in the episode everybody was really buff. So you I just video record. Yes, okay. video. Yeah, record. Record. yeah, that would work. Yeah, that would just be gone. Um, yeah, for YouTube, we forgot to record our video during the story, and so it just was a, like a picture while we were talking. And so what I did is I grabbed some um, awesome buff selfie photos. Some, and yeah, some, some really like buff cartoon characters, and then just put our faces over you them. You can probably just pull it up. Yeah, I, I can pull try to like find it here. Something yeah, it, it's pretty well, It's pretty beautiful. But yeah, so um, that's kind of the deal with rolling with the punches a, a little bit. Sometimes yeah, it's a learning curve, and you just fuck shit up. And uh, I have no idea where I'm supposed to find this actually. Oh, oh, now I forget it. Yeah, no, no, no. Uh, <laughs> yeah, question for it, please. Uh, kind of on that note, uh, how long did it take you guys to like find your groove and like you know kind of figure out uh, the kind of rhythm you wanted to go with your improv? That's yeah, a really good question. that's a really good question. So um, it. Honestly, there. I wanted to do like three or four test podcasts um, before we did any of them, and Michael convinced me to just kind of start, per, you know, just putting them out there, and we uh, we're gonna get better as we continue. And uh, like I said, we we are not like experienced. Like we we've done improv, but like we don't go to classes, we don't go to uh, conventions or improv. So 
honestly, it really just kind of came down to, I think we've started finding our stride after like our 10th or 11th recording, going back and forth and realizing, hey, we, we have some silly banter back and forth, but more so like fleshing out and actually, I mean, leaning into the character is kind of where, uh, I mean, the, the true optimist, for example, with, with uh, AJ Cage, it's silly uh, when the second tower gets struck, he can still be like, I, I still feel pretty good about this here. Um, <laughs> not that that's good, but uh, I, 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 yeah. I after a couple of record, like months yeah, before it took, we got, so we started finding our stride a little bit, but we're always trying to develop and make things and improve ourselves because, I mean, the fact that we're here right now is pretty huge for us just, just because we have people who have never heard of us or seen us. And y'all sat through that, so kudos to you. That's awesome. Thanks so much. Uh, that's just kind of fun. So hopefully, uh, if we come back next year, we're even better uh, or, you know, tolerable a little more. That would be great. But yeah, I'm sorry if I ramble, but that's uh, kind of my answer for it. Yeah, that, uh, to, to kind of add on that too, I mean, it, it just takes some time. You know, yeah, like you said, probably about 10 or 11 episodes before. but. One of the biggest things was getting feedback from other people when we listen to it and then saying, oh, you know, you guys bantering back and forth for 20 minutes before you get into the story, not really awesome. And so, no. um, you know, so it's like, okay, so let's cut that time down and, and just, you know, and, and uh, it's just the more you do it. I, you listen to really any podcast and the first few episodes can be a little rough um, until they just catch a group. Yeah, I'd say, I, I mean, 10 or 11, but we're always evolving. It's always changing. And Believe it or not, the number of times I brought up my mom is just kind of funny to me because she is the reason why we'll, we'll shift stuff around because I'm all like, my mom listened and she said it was really cringy when you did this. And I was like, yeah, thanks mom, thanks so much. Uh, and I don't get What I love about my mom is she is so black and white, like will just tell me that's, that's, that's terrible, you know, or like whatever, right? But when she actually listens to it and goes, that was pretty funny. That's huge. That's huge. So, uh, yeah, that's why we started cut. We do a little more talking near the end of our episodes when we record. Because uh, she was like, I just kind of want to just hear the story and then you guys can chat and do whatever on the second half or whatever. And that's so, how my, my wife was too when she would binge up. She called me cringy. Up. Well, no, she didn't call it cringy. Um, but yeah, she would kind of skip through the banter, get to the story, and then go to the next episode because she's like, I have like 10 episodes to catch up on and I want to. We're now at 92. This is episode 92, actually. So, um, but yeah, so just take some time and you just feel it out. But I'm going to go right behind Cody and go to Jesse. We do have a YouTube channel. Uh, MA's Excellent Adventures. M ampersand. A apostrophe S, excellent adventure. I actually wrote it on the board here. I'm really glad you wrote it on the board. I told you to stop doing that because I was freaking out about the projector. So glad you glad you wrote that. While he's uh, pulling that around, coat or sorry, you gentlemen in the front. <laughs> uh, how much of the story do you preach or do you like follow guidelines in terms of how much of it of the plot that's what's super. That is super interesting, actually, yeah. because uh, well, I mean, Michael, explain your process with this episode because you said it was loose enough to where if I went off the rails, you pull it back in a little bit. Yeah, and that's a lot of what it is. It's 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 a very very loose guideline, and we're totally like understanding that it is completely subject to change. There's been times before it. It's a little harder when we have the PowerPoint built because we want to have some like a visual element to it and things like that. 
Um, but there's been plenty of times where I've got all the slides open and I'm like, oh, we're going back here and now we're going here and we're going here and it just kind of wherever it goes. Um, but the thing about it too, and one of the things we really enjoy about when we have guests, or rather that our guests have really enjoyed, is um, it's, it's just structured enough to where the host can direct it. Um, if need be. If it gets so off the rails that everybody's like, I don't know where to go from here, we can bring it back around and kind of get it into a place where we can continue to tell a story. Um, very, very loosely structured. Um, anything can happen as well. But yeah, generally we've just gotten pretty good at sometimes. Oh. Sometimes we're on the same wavelength on the story. Like there was an episode where um, I was playing somebody who brought uh, a third wheel, and the third wheel was a body pillow uh, on a date. And it ended. A good spoiler alert: uh, the date actually saved the body pillow from uh, the, the the guy. Who, it was really provided as a third wheel. And conveniently, Michael, before I even pulled up that part of the PowerPoint, he goes, yeah, and then I grabbed the body pillow and I just started running with it or something like that. Yeah. And I was like, he, he's, oh, we're on the same way like here. So. That, that happens a lot. So uh, we loosely structured. Yeah, there's a lot of moments where we're just like, oh, well, that's exactly where I was hoping the story would go and you're already ahead of me here. So yeah. um, it just kind of works out. Anything else? Any any other random things? Courtney. Yeah. How many, hour, how many hours a week do you guys spend working on this? That Too varies much. drastically. <laughs> on episodes where Michael's animating, like that intro, for example. That I mean, that's probably. Like, oh, the, the intro was cool. The episode oh, where cool. I had to animate us over buff bodies, that sucked. Yeah, but that was not fun. Sometimes it's five hours of just straight through editing, sometimes it's like. I don't know, eight to ten. Yeah. Not maybe double, but uh, that's only if we're focusing really heavily on the visual aids. And part of what we kind of learned is we also worked hard on improving our audio quality when we're actually recording because it is a podcast first and foremost. But we kind of lean towards the visuals because it's fun for us to do and it makes us more motivated to produce something a little bit fun and different. But um, ultimately, if I'm just focusing on audio, I can whip through that pretty quick, just tightening it up with filters and uh, compressors and such. But have you ever had to re? Yes. Yes. We have re-recorded a handful of times. Just never the same story. Never the same story. No. There are some times where I our our story is so bad. I look at Michael and I just go, "We can't. We Let's can't. do something else. Too bad. This is not. Yeah, uh, it's not that bad in like a raunchy, still like crazy way. It's more like it's just with bad. It just kind of fell flat. That happens yeah. sometimes. That's part of finding your stride as well. Sort of it's really important to be on the same way when, when yeah. you're doing any kind of improv where it's like, one, one of the big things is like, generally the settings have the structure more so, but none of the dialogue is like predetermined whatsoever. Uh, and so that that's where it can be tricky because there's been times where, for instance, there's an episode, an old episode where uh, I intended the entire episode of the story to take place on a Ferris wheel with two like odd couple things, and they're just stuck on a Ferris wheel. But then, uh, shortly into the story, Anthony was like, and then the Ferris wheel stops and they get off. And I was like, I don't have any fucking where to go with this. Yeah, that was one of those things we put off. It was pretty rough. Yeah, we're done. That was really good. Oh, it's 11.30? We're done? Hey, thank you so much, folks. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, we got 10 minutes. We got 10 minutes, okay. So, I, I didn't. Oh, we got a question, okay? Oh, please, yes! Uh, so this is my first exposure to you guys. Yeah. Sure! How do you include uh, animation 
every once in a while we have anime themed, but we range our themes not strictly around anime, yeah. which is interesting. Um, we just thought having an anime themed episode today would be really fun. But we've had a handful of uh, anime themes sprinkled in there. Um, sometimes it's like you are trying to sell three, you know, you're three different salespeople trying to uh, sell products, and then the PowerPoint surprise for the other person is like they have to sell a crinkly ball of aluminum foil with two picks in it. So uh, some of it takes place in real life, some of it takes place in like fantasy worlds. Yeah, we've got some anime stuff, but yeah, yeah, really interesting person. Thank you. Yeah. Sure. I don't think anybody wants that. Oh, it is $20 for an autograph and $20 for a picture. And for $75, i will give you a high five. Okay. Or it's all for you. High five? Okay, what's up? We use, believe it or not, just like we use uh, Blue Yetis, which are USB, uh, can connect straight to my Mac, which is nice, um, which is what we record on. But uh, the software I use is Logic, which is uh, the paid Apple product. But I originally was using Audacity, which is a free uh, audio software, which is really easy to edit. But um, I just, I, I owned Logic for some other music project I was doing. So that helps. You can add compressors and make it sound a little cleaner and tighter that way. But yeah. Honestly, I would love uh, an actual mixer like one of these things here that uh, actual podcasters use use, but USB works super well. Um, I mean, the technology has just came such a long way, but uh, yeah, XLRs is a little tighter, so as an audiophile, it would be nice to get it. Would, yeah. But they're expensive. Anthony is uh, definitely the tech guy in all of them. But you are so much more educated on it. I just like when people tell me I'm funny. Okay, now I'm good. Any last minute questions? Otherwise, I think we can just kind of call it here. Let's wrap her up. All right. Well, thank you, everybody. This was so much fun. I want to give it one more time because they've been really loud over there, and I feel like we can outdo them. So let's give it up. All the Well, 